Pickaxe. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. And I am Zagor. No, oh. I am Bryony. <laughs> Hello, Zagor. <laughs> what did you do with Bryony? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, this is the point where we usually say, where we delve into each other's dreams and find out what the heck is going on. But... This time, we don't have any dreams. Yeah, for the first time. And this is just as, it's unfortunate timing because it's like, we were like, yeah, we can go weekly with this. We're going to just keep on having the dreams. And then we're like, oh no, we've been weekly for one week and our brains are empty. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, right, I feel like this month has been just a, really busy month and just there's been so much life stuff happening and just the things and and when that happens I find personally that I don't remember my dreams very much I don't know about you but yeah that's kind of been my problem recently I've been just there's just been too much on my brain so when I go to sleep my brain's like I'm not gonna dream I'm just gonna sleep see I've been having I have had some dreams but I've just been, I think because of the heat this week, Mm -hmm. um, I sort of drift in and out of sleep a lot. And that has made me forget them. Like last, no, the night before last, I had what would have been an amazing dream to bring to the table. But I just woke up so like foggy and stuffy that I just didn't record it. And then I forgot half of it. But to give you an idea of the gloriousness of this dream... I was in like a medieval courtyard and suddenly these horns started sounding and I look up and this gate has opened and it was um, some it's like horse horse head and horse arms with a man's legs oh, comes no. walking in Not followed again. by like a full on reverse centaur followed by and there was like it was literally just like a parade of the centaurs and it was like all the different variations that I've been looking up of what an inverted centaur would be Jesus Christ just parading around the courtyard and I woke up and I was like oh my gosh that was amazing but then I'd overslept and woken up late so I didn't have time to record it I had to get up and stream and I was like oh I've forgotten how it ended that's the only bit that stuck with me oh (laughs) 
But it was God, such a good what dreamer. What the hell happens in your brain, Franny? I, I would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> but then last night, I had another dream that was like very classic me. And then I did the thing of falling asleep again because I wanted to carry the dream on. And then when I woke up, I'd forgotten a lot of it. I do that um, all the time. Yeah, I always do that. I, I think, oh, that was such I a good remember, dream. I want to carry on with it. I go back to sleep and then I just don't. All I remember is that it had, it was like a very wrestler heavy dream. <laughs> of course it was. I remember that the Young Bucks were there and that Wardlow was there. And at some point, Lewis was telling me to put like, we we were stood in a like a really big pond and Lewis was telling me to like connect these pipes up. But it was like one of those puzzles you get in puzzle games where you have to keep on like, you know, spinning all of the pipes until they're mm-hmm. all connected. And it was like that and I was trying to do it, but I think he'd given me like, a broken bit and I was like it's not gonna work Lewis this doesn't work and he was just like no 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 you can do it you can do it Um, when when did you dream that last night oh interesting I was gonna say maybe you were worried about um the the gmod stream that we did but this was post gmod yeah this was just random yeah just just being scared of Lewis Yeah, just, it's just my ongoing fear of Lewis. <laughs> I, I like how we say we don't have any dreams, then as soon as we start recording, the floodgates open. Uh, yes. like, oh, actually, you know what? I did have a dream. I had several dreams. There were lots of reverse centaurs. Um, <laughs> and I've actually remembered one now. Um, so I had a dream the other day that I was in, I don't know if it was like a campsite or a garden or something, but we, I think me and my family were there and we were putting up um, a big tent, almost like a, uh, what's the word? The big square ones. Uh, oh, like a yurt? No, 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 no. The ones that you, you put on your patio and you have a barbecue. Oh, a gazebo. Yeah, like a gazebo. We were putting up a gazebo, but it was a big gazebo. A big gazebo. And... <laughs> Um, we were putting down like the guy ropes and stuff so they wouldn't um, fall down or blow away. But then the wind picked up and it did start to blow away. And it was like, no, and it blew away. Um, and then I, I must have just like woken up a little bit by then. But then I went back to sleep. And then I was looking after a puppy. It was a tiny little black puppy. Aww. And I was guarding him and I had to protect him. And I just remember doing things like I had to do like the washing up and stuff, but I had to look after this puppy at the same time. So I'd like set him down somewhere safe and then do the washing up and then I'd pick him back up and and I had to make sure he was okay. Um, but other than that, I don't really remember much of the dream, which is why I think I didn't record it because yeah. a lot of it just fell out of my brain. But yeah, that was one I had the other day. It was very cute. It was a very sweet little puppy. He was only a bubby, very small. Oh, a little baby. A little I've looked up tent in my dream book out of interest. Yeah. Although I guess it wasn't really a tent, but but I think this might be fitting. Um, a tent in a dream would suggest that we feel we are on the move and not able to settle down and put down roots. 
Oh. Anywhere we settle is only going to be temporary. I feel like you are doing a lot of traveling at the moment. I am. Yeah. And definitely. your routine and your schedule are like slightly out of whack from mm-hmm. your usual thing. So I wonder if that is it. Yeah. Your maybe. tent is blowing around everywhere because. Maybe, maybe. Like, definitely. That's like one thing that's really been on my mind lately. Like, just the fact that my schedule is just so crazy right now and everything is weird and like I'm sort of torn between here and Bristol um so the whole thing about putting down roots is kind of accurate because it's like where do I go I'm between the two places so yeah it's just move to Bristol problem I would love to I wish I could maybe one day or hopefully I guess it's probably as well with like your family having just moved away as well like even your like childhood home roots have been uprooted sort I know. of thing. That's oh, why your God. tent is blowing away. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like I I don't really have anything rooting me to where I am now. I mean my brother lives here. Um but other than him Your brother him, my brother lives nearby. But <laughs> uh other than that um, I don't really don't really have much family here anymore, really. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's all a bit. I've, it's, I don't know. My tent is blown away. <laughs> 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 oh dear! I didn't think I'd find much meaning in that, but no, it's true. It's it is strange, strange how even in like the smallest of snippets of dreams, you can look it up and be like, oh, because I guess maybe it's to do with that's why those bits stick out to us because they are the meaningful bits yeah maybe it's true i wonder if wrestler is in my book <laughs> although i'm guessing wrestlers mean different things to different people like to me it's obviously just a big part of what i watch yeah. in the evenings whereas mm-hmm. to other people it might be like you know someone wrestling with their emotions or something true true what about uh puppies what does your book say about puppies or even Ooh. babies, because he was very, very small. He wasn't, like, newborn, but he wasn't far off it, honestly. Not far off it. Uh, oh, it says puppy. See animals. I would love to see animals. I would love to. Um, oh, my gosh, the animal section is huge. Where am I looking? I wonder if it'd be under dog. Dog, 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 dog. Or is there a specific specific puppy? I don't think there's a specific puppy. I'm not sure. Um, the dreamer may recognise a faithful and constant companion, a protector, or more negatively, somebody the dreamer can't shake off and who might make trouble. Is there someone who's causing you trouble at the moment? Uh, okay. yeah, you. Oh. No. She I keeps trying I to shake so. me off. I keep clawing my way back in with my big puppy eyes. <laughs> I've had a little Google. Puppies oh. in dreams. Oh, have you found something? I found baby animals. Oh, perfect. The dreamer will be dealing with the childlike side of his or her personality or possibly children known to him. Oh. Have, have you, are you baby? I'm my baby. I'm baby. My baby. 
Uh, I tell you what, I am um, going to see my niece um, next week. And that has just oh. been arranged. So maybe maybe niece is on the brain, a baby. Yeah, you're the doggo and your niece is a, is a puppo. A puppo. I am to protect. What did you find about puppy? Um... Honestly, it's a bit broad. It's like, if you dream about puppies, and then it lists like 10 wildly different things. So I don't <laughs> trust this website. Like It's like, you're in a good place. And you scroll down and it's like, you're losing touch with your friends. You need self-care. Your anger is consuming you. It's, I, oh my gosh. If you start dreaming about black puppies, your subconscious mind sends you a serious message that should never be ignored. These indicate a fit of deep anger. What? <laughs> Why would a tiny puppy be anger? I... That oh, doesn't make no. any sense. This website is rubbish. Dairy website. It's not good. Another dream that I wish I had of recorded because I don't remember any of it apart from one very particular fact. I had a dream about Alan Titchmarsh the other day. <laughs> oh no, not again. And this is relevant because... I remember when we were talking to Becky and we mentioned Alan Titchmarsh and then we were saying, let us know if you have a dream about him. Mm -hmm. And Becky hasn't told us if she has, but now I have. So he's, he's managed to come back in. He just keeps sneaking his, his way, way in. in. Do, you, do you remember the dream? No, I just remember waking up and being like, <laughs> Alan Titchmarsh. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. I just saw him in the street or something. I don't, don't really remember. He's just on the mind, always. Always yeah. thinking about Alan. He's always there somewhere in a shrubbery. <laughs> in a shrubbery. Shrubbery of the mind. Mm -hmm. So, to make up for the fact that we didn't have any dreams, mm -hmm. we were going to talk about... Well, did you say you'd done some reading into the history of dreams? I had a little look and I found um, some articles on dreams that famous people had that like led to discoveries and creations that are like really well known now. So stuff oh. like um, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley ended up dreaming about Frankenstein. She dreamt about like a man looming over like a big, horrible, stitched together body after like, I think there was like a winter and they were they were stuck indoors and they were telling ghost stories. Um, and then she had this dream and woke up and wrote Frankenstein, <laughs> which is pretty cool. It's super cool. Like, cause I've said before about like how I love getting ideas for D&D &D from dreams. Like I, I love the idea of dreaming about my characters and things they might do. It doesn't happen as much as I'd like, but when it does happen, I'm like, yes. So just the idea of people coming up with these like super creative concepts through dreams is is super cool to me. Um, another one was um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde uh, was also a result of a dream. Oh. I think a lot of just horror stories in general, just nightmares all around, but some people wake up and go, you know what? I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, there's loads of stuff. There's there's also like music. So uh, Yesterday by the Beatles uh, was dreamt up by Paul McCartney. Um, he dreamt oh, of like the, just like the the music itself. And then they woke up and uh, wrote the lyrics. 
Um, apparently, Satisfaction uh, by the Rolling Stones was also um, devised in a dream, which is really cool. So, so it's just it's just wild. Like it's just such an endless source of like creativity. See, I wonder about that with songs. Like, I would worry if I woke up and I had like a song in my head or something. I would just assume. I must have heard this somewhere. This can't have just come from my brain. Yeah, like yeah, literally. I would do the same. Like, oh, this this is just an earworm in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> because wasn't there a thing with um, was it Stairway to Heaven or something? Oh, maybe. Didn't someone claim that they had come up with it? Like they'd come up with the same tune independently or something or. I think there's but, a few songs like that. Like, um, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. That was another one um, that someone claimed like they wrote. Um, but there's a few songs like that. I think it's just a case of like, you know, they're, they're just, well, Stairway to Heaven, not so much. I was going to say it's like a easy thing to sing about something like Christmas, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Stairway to Heaven's a bit, a bit more um, abstract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe not. But, um, but yeah, but there are also, like, aside from the creative stuff, there's also, like, scientific stuff that people have, I say discovered, but, like, thought of in dreams. Um, oh, well, wasn't there... Did Einstein yeah. dream about relativity or something? Yeah, so apparently Einstein dreamt of relativity. I don't know how true this is, because there's also a book called Einstein's Dreams, which is a... Uh, I assume it. I think it's fan a fiction. fiction. Yeah, it's a fiction. It's fan <laughs> fiction of Einstein. Um, and I did come across one like website, like it was dedicated to dreams and stuff. That was like, oh yeah, so there's, his dreams are very well documented in this book, Einstein's dreams. And I googled it, and it was fiction. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> but uh, but apparently he did dream of relativity. Um, he was telling a farmer about cows being surrounded by an electric fence, but the farmer saw something different. Um, and then Einstein woke up with the realization that the same event could vary from different perspectives, and the theory of relativity was born. So oh that's that's God. that. He dreamt about some cows, and bam, relativity, baby. I'm also, gonna look up um, are we gonna cows look up? in the animal section just yes, to see what up, he was up. actually dreaming about? <laughs> see, he he just thought, oh, this is definitely something scientific, but really, he was dreaming about. How much you wanted a nice cold glass of milk? Well, it says the eternal feminine, especially the mother or mother figure, is often oh. depicted by the cow. Oh, this Jesus is partly Christ. because it provides milk and nourishment. Mm. So, so thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness Freud wasn't there to just be like, no, 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 it's not that. It's not that. It's this. <laughs> Einstein, shut up. You were just dreaming about your mother. <laughs> Nothing about relativity. What even is that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. There was also another one that I found super cool was the structure of the atom. Like something as important as like the model of an atom. Like it's, it's just such a big thing um, was uh, dreamt up in 20, 1922. I, I'm I'm gonna say his name completely wrong, but Niels Bohr Bohr Niels Bohr. I, I I don't have to say his name. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry to anyone that is Danish. Um, but he was having a little <laughs> sleep, 
um and he was dreaming about basically like the solar system essentially like planets attached to pieces of string circling around the sun yeah um, and then he woke up and he was like atoms oh basically basically tiny solar systems which kind of, they kind of are are um, we not doing enough with our dreams i feel like we're not now i feel i feel a bit i'm just uh, using it to meet wrestlers that i like and yeah. maybe i, I mean could who's be to say that einstein with... didn't do that though honestly true <laughs> yeah he's probably you know he's dreaming about relativity in one dream and then the next dream he's like hell yeah gonna be my favorite wrestler gonna jump in the ring and wrestle with him oh he is we're gonna take in a nice big glass of milk while i do it i found a thing that said the uh the first dream recordings that we know of come from the babylonians who recorded and interpreted their dreams on stone tablets Oh. Imagine if we had to do that every time you woke up. You're just there, chipping away at your stone tablet. Yeah, just like, give me a minute. <laughs> I can't come down for breakfast yet. I need to record my dream. I don't want to forget tap, this. Tap, tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was looking as well, before I started looking at like discoveries made through dreams, I was looking at like the way that different sort of civilizations saw dreams. So um, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head because I don't have the web page up anymore. But so in like medieval times, it was thought that like dreams were the devil trying to get into your brain and corrupt you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and in Egyptian times, um, apparently people that could interpret dreams were often like hired by leaders to help them interpret like their dreams because they thought that the leader's dreams would be like you know messages to help them i don't know lead their their civilization better sort of thing so people who interpreted dreams were actually like seen in really high regard that would have uh, been so us that would have been us yeah exactly exactly <laughs> we're, we're very good at interpreting <laughs> dreams if you didn't know that already uh it's it's true See, a lot of the um, dreams that are sent in, like, Greek mythology are... Well, a lot of it was, like, the gods couldn't really be bothered to just go and talk to the people, so they'd just send them a message in their dream. And um, But they were often quite misleading things. So mm -hmm. uh, it would be things like, you know, I'm going to... I want them to lose the war, so I'll send them a... A dream about them winning the war by doing this thing that will actually be disastrous and then they'd be like it's i have had this god sent dream we must do this i foresee it now we've got to do this and then they do this and be like oh my gosh <laughs> we've done it wrong somehow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this just goes to show you probably shouldn't don't base serious decisions on your dreams maybe <laughs> yeah you probably shouldn't i wonder how many like empires have fallen because of a dodgy dream you know <laughs> like, oh, i dreamt we should do this we should attack from the flank because my dream said so and then everything goes tits up and it's just oh no <laughs> who said that message it was wrong oh <laughs> but i've had a little google and i found um quite an early dream i don't know how accurate this is because you know well believe it or not sometimes people lie on the internet sometimes. what Sometimes, but it's hard not to us, tell. Though. Not us, no. 
but a very early, it says the earliest recorded dream, but I don't, I don't know how accurate this is, but it was a Sumerian king um, sometime around 2500 BC, and they dreamt an eagle seizes a lamb from the sheepfold. A falcon catches a sparrow on the reed fence. The cup lies on its side. Dumuzi lives no more. I don't know who Dumuzi is. Oh, it's the king. This is the guy that dreamed. So he dreamt that he died. Oh. Um, the sheepfold is given to the winds. So this was this was a kind of a spooky dream. He dreamt that all of his animals were being snatched up and that he Aww. died. Um, so it was... Um, it was recorded and translated for us, but uh, apparently, it says on this webpage, uh, he he told his sister about this dream, and the sister's advice: some bad shit's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is very very accurate, very reliable website. But but yeah, it's kind of that sort of thing, right? So it, it they're they're imagining that something terrible is going to happen. Imagine. This king then puts all of their resources into defending themselves and like, you know, maybe maybe they funnel the money for their citizens into military and everyone starts to starve and everyone dies. Like, imagine if something like that happened all because of a dream. Like, yeah. How many times do you think that this has happened because of just, you know, your brain going a bit crazy when you go to sleep? It's, it's mad to think about. I feel like that is of like also a common thing with greek mythology and prophecies mm. if if they have a prophecy that's like um like the typical one is you will be killed by your grandson so the king is like right i must kill my grandson because then he can't kill me and then uh by setting in motion this chain of events whereby like the grandson ends up having to be like rushed out of the city and then they form this big like revenge plan because yep. they've tried to get and then it just sets into motion the thing actually happening it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy self-fulfilling just by prophecy, believing it exactly so i wonder how many of those sorts of things have been caused by dreams as well just people being mm-hmm. like well i must avoid this happening <laughs> <laughs> and then you just make it happen well done yeah good job Good job. In reality, I, if you were just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just be really nice to my grandson. Maybe you'd avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, why do people jump to, I need to kill them right now. They're going to kill me. I need to kill them. No, just be be nice to them. Be just, I'm going to win them over with kindness. And they'll never want to kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like with um, Oedipus, like that pretty much all happened because he tried to go to such, such like lengths to not marry his mother that he ended up (laughs) setting in motion the course of action that ended with him marrying his mother. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dear, oh dear. Dear, oh dear. At the end of the day, we all just accidentally end up marrying our mother, according to Freud anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at um, other, like, dreams that have been recorded. Apparently there are, well, not apparently, for sure, there are tons of dreams in the Bible as well. Um, Oh. 
In Genesis, uh, a pharaoh dreams of seven sickly cows devouring seven handsome cows. <laughs> and even sickly ears of grain devouring seven handsome ears of grain. He calls What's in Joseph, there? who brushes aside the sycophantic necromancers. What? And lets the pharaoh know that Egypt's in for seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. There we go. So that's one that's in the uh, in the Bible. Seven handsome cows get eaten. <laughs> Very handsome cows. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful cows. Uh, and in uh, in uh, receiving that warning, the pharaoh actually ends up ha- marrying one of the handsome cows. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not true. That doesn't happen. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome to the Review of Death. A Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. I am. Um, the other thing I was thinking that we could maybe talk about, as we never really get a chance to talk about it, mm-hmm. is um, snuggly nighttime routines. Do you ah. have anything in particular that, like, is there a particular routine that you can have that you think helps you to dream more? Or Ooh. have you noticed that sort of thing affecting your dreams? I tend to do the same thing every night um, and I don't know that it affects my dreams much. I think the things that affect my dreams more is like what I do in the day and how tired I am as a result. Yeah. Um, But at night I tend to, I mean, I stay up ridiculously late playing video games for one. Um, And then I will take my makeup off if i need to i will brush my teeth and i'll get in bed and i will it's not very healthy or cozy but i will play um i have a couple of mobile games on my phone that i play only before i go to bed but i don't play them in the day i'm just like right bedtime i'm just gonna do my thing on my phone and then i'll be ready for bed so i will sit there and i will do like a couple of levels of that and just chill and cuddle tabs Aww. And then and then I go sleep. Um, but that's that's generally it. I don't have a very special nighttime routine, really. I just 
play games on my phone. I play Pokemon Shuffle. And then, <laughs> then I go to sleep. <laughs> oh, dear. What about you? I, well, actually, I, I used to have more of a routine when I had um, my rats because I would, um, before bed, they were awake. So I would get them out for like an hour and let them run around my bedroom. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I would feed them and then I would get ready for bed myself and then like the rest of my routine sort of happened. So they they gave me a little bit more of a nighttime routine. Um, but I don't have my babies anymore. So. I used to have I that didn't. with Squeak because mm-hmm. she would wake up at sort of the same time every night. So get her out for an hour and that would be part of like the winding down for the night routine. Yeah. Just be to like yeah, sit exactly. with her while she caused chaos. Aww. I wish. I found a list that is how to have better dreams. It's a Ooh. a 12 step guide to um to having better dreams. So, see if we do any of these. Um one, get enough quality sleep. Do you get enough quality sleep? I definitely get enough sleep, that's for sure. I um I probably I sleep from like Two till about ten, so yeah, about eight hours. Okay. Yeah. In within this, it says try to make bedtime and wake up time the same every day. Keep your bedroom at a comfortable temperature. Turn off all lights, including night lights. Turn glowing clocks away from your field of vision. When sleep eludes you, don't lie around looking at the clock. Get out of bed and do something relaxing. Go back to bed when you start feeling sleepy. Now that is a good one, I would say, because. I I very much can't have any sort of like lights in the room. Yeah. I'm very sensitive to it. So I could never have like a digital clock or I have to cover up if there's ever like a charging light on the yeah. phone or something. I have to have my phone face down so I can't see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, 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 there's been a street light that's been shining through our curtains Oh, and no. I think maybe that is what's causing me to stay awake a bit. I think I yeah. need to get thick blackout curtains or something. Curtains, yeah, yeah. I'm Keeping um, your... kind of the opposite with like sleeping. I I'm very much like my dad. I can just sleep anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I just like most of the time, like I'm out and about, and I'm like I could just sit down and go to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I don't mind really about light or like if there's like flashing lights that would annoy me but just just lights in general I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, like I the other day I had my dad over and he I gave him my bed and I slept on a sofa. So I was in my living room and I have big windows and very thin curtains so it got light very quickly. Um but nope, I was still asleep. All night. <laughs> So, yeah, I am definitely the opposite uh, in that regard. I've been having some trouble sleeping recently and I've had to, I basically had to like get to the point where I was falling asleep on the sofa and then go upstairs and get into bed. Because if I got into bed, I would just lie awake for hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started watching this TV show that was like suitably like trash that I wasn't invested and I could fall asleep to it. And on the first night I was like, this is great. I was so sleepy. 
I like I watched like two episodes and I didn't see any of it because I was just falling asleep and I got into bed. I had a wonderful night's sleep. It was lovely. The next night, tried to do the same. Listened out to the TV show a bit, got a little bit invested. Oh, now no. I can't sleep to it because I actually sort of am like, <laughs> so not fully <laughs> invested, but oh. I now I know the characters and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh no, I need oh, to find geez. more trash. <laughs> more trash. Do you, um, do you find that you can fall asleep to music? No, I, I can fall asleep to audiobooks because okay. the voices... If I, I if I have them turned down quite low so I can vaguely hear it, but it's a bit of a strain to hear it, that mm-hmm. sends me to sleep. But music are just like it will just carry my thoughts and I'll just carry on thinking. Oh jeez. I uh yeah, I, I often listen to music to fall asleep. Like I think we're completely different sleep wise. We just have polar opposite sleeping habits. What are we um, gonna do when we share a bed? I know. What are we going to do? <laughs> You'll just have to wear ear defenders or something. Oh, no. <laughs> and I started listening. Thought. I started listening to um, a podcast to get to sleep now, actually, which is why I don't mind when people say that they fall asleep to this, because I'm like, that is a good sign for me. I yeah. long for podcasts I can fall asleep to. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I honestly, I used to do it with um, streams as well. Like, people's streams I would fall asleep to. Um, oh. I've had people in my chats as well say, like, oh, sorry, I had a nap. I fell asleep. And I'm just like, yep, I do that. <laughs> I had such a good nap to um, Tom and Ben's tiny team stream. It was so oh, cozy. And I, I was bet just that there. was cozy. Both like, of them were just so chill. It would be so easy to fall asleep. Yeah. They should do a podcast. They should. They should. I got to the point where I was I was considering asking Rithian just to record himself reading a story just so I could listen to it to fall asleep. <laughs> just because he's got such a lovely voice as well. Rithian has got a lovely voice. You know what they need to do? They just need to do like a Yoscast storybook. <laughs> yeah. There's a big audio book. Uh, just for Bryony, not to not for anyone else. Just, just, just give it to Bryony. Very so exclusive. Because mm-hmm. the problem is with some audiobooks, like I'm so picky with what will actually make me go to sleep. Like, um, it tends to be for some reason I struggle to fall asleep to American accents. So it tends to have to be like, um, usually like a British. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something like like Philip Pullman, when he reads his own stories, he has a very calming voice. Yeah. Um, but then you also get a lot of audiobooks where, like in uh, the first book of His Dark Materials, because it, it's narrated by Philip Pullman, but then it also has the characters have their own voices and there's a lot of like acting in it as well. It's not just reading the okay. lines. And there's one scene that's quite like no spoilies but it's quite horrific and then there's just this character that's just screaming and I oh didn't realize that they'd done it to that extent and I woke up in the middle of the night in the middle of the scene just like just what just is screaming. happening oh god oh my god <laughs> in the same way that I used to really like listening to uh the very old school Lord of the Rings BBC recordings I grew up with those on tape 
And I went to listen to them again because I had such fond memories. And mm. like the opening bit is, I think it's when they're like trying to get information out of Gollum. Oh, geez. and I found it terrifying. I was like, why did I like this so much as a child? <laughs> Oh so yeah, I can't listen to that. So I have to listen to very specific things. Yeah. Because um anything too acted mm. will also There's one thing that's really uh that I've got these recordings of like Jane Austen adaptations and the actual acting in it is so good, but for some reason at the beginning and end of every chapter they have these little music sound bites that are about three times louder than the talking oh that's the worst so all of a sudden there's like one of them i can't remember which one it is i think it's um oh not mansfield park but it's one of them and the story itself it or maybe it's persuasion but the story itself is like quite calm and then the music Mm -hmm. in between is and every time i wake up just like oh my gosh what is happening oh my god (laughs) having just nodded off i'm -hmm. like please just put something calm and quiet in between if you have to have something. Oh, I was going to recommend a podcast, but then I remembered that it's a horror podcast, so you probably wouldn't oh, want to no. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a podcast called The Magnus Archives, which is very good. Oh, a friend of mine recommended it to me. Alex listens to that, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I listen to a ton of it. I, I don't think I've, I'm caught up now, but I used to listen to it while I was at work, um, just constantly. and. It's really good, and it's it is just people like talking and acting, and I can I could easily fall asleep to it. Yeah, but it is a horror podcast. <laughs> it's like when I was staying around a friend's house once, and I said that I need audiobooks to get to sleep, and he put on War of the Worlds. <laughs> I was like, this is not calming to fall asleep to. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Oh my goodness! Number two in the list is exercise. Oh, God. Getting regular exercise during the day can help you fall asleep better at night. Keep in mind that if you do exercise too close to bedtime, you might actually have trouble winding down and falling asleep. So I guess just daytime exercise. I think just aiming to do exercise in general is probably an improvement for me because all of my work is centered around the PC. (laughs) I don't often get to. Um... But I can see that would absolutely make you sleep better. Um, it's just getting into the habit of it at first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I have so many, like, games and stuff that could help. Like, I've got Ring Fit, I've got, like, the new Wii Fit. But no, no, I've got Wii Fit. I've got, like, the Switch Sports. I've got Wii Sports. I've got all of those, which get you up and moving. But I just haven't played them. <laughs> 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 but I should. Ring Fit, in particular, is very good for getting you up and about. Oh my gosh, Ring um, Fit is, it's tough, deceptively it's so tough. It's tough, yeah. Like, you do like one level and you're like, <gasps> It's the only time I've ever exercised and I've actually shouted out, oh God, during exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is tough. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. I definitely need to get back on like the Ring Fit or um, like, the new Switch Sports is like super good. It is so much fun, and it does like get you up and about and and like moving a little bit. Like, it's not like a massive workout, obviously, but it's it is movement and it's very fun. Does it have the um the boxing guy 
from the Wii I Sports. Think so. Right, left, uh, right. Right. Left. All right, let's do this together. <laughs> it's Matt, isn't it? Matt's the the boxing one from Wii Sports. He's uh I'm, I'm sure his name's Matt. I think he's in it. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember, but I hope so cuz he's iconic. He's <laughs> he's an icon. We love Matt. This is going to be a big one for us, I feel. Three, dedicate a sleep zone. Clear your bedroom of clutter. Remove the TV, computer, smartphones and other electrics that glow and beep. If you must have a workspace in your bedroom, use a room divider to keep it out of sight at bedtime. Make your bedroom a sanctuary from the outside world. Honestly, I think we both do that pretty well. I'm quite bad for scrolling in bed, though. Other than scrolling, yeah. I am definitely a scroller in bed and a Pokemon shuffler. Um, yeah. But, but, I mean, and my room is cluttered. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I don't work from my bedroom. And it, it was something I really struggled with at uni because I just had my room. And yes. so I had to like, and my, my room was so cold that, I tended to do all of my work in bed as well. I would put my laptop mm-hmm. and snuggle into bed, just pop it on my lap. Yeah. And that I made... did a lot of my work in bed at uni as well. There yeah. was just one tiny little box room. It was basically a bed and a desk. And we had like a little ensuite and that was it. Yeah. And I remember writing my dissertation in bed. And um, But my room was very hot um, because our radiators were ridiculous. So it was always <laughs> too hot. Yeah, that was not a very good environment for sleeping well. I literally did my final uni project on insomnia because it got so bad that that was, I was like, well, do it about what you know, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I was just up taking photographs at like three in the morning. Like, this is when I work now. Oh, well, that's a good way of, you know, making the best of it. Yeah. (laughs) I remember the last um, day before my dissertation was due in, I stayed up all night just finishing it um, and just, oh, actually, no, I didn't. I didn't. I stayed up a, a relatively late, probably like three or four. And I thought, right, I'll have a little nap because I've been at this for hours and hours and hours. So I had a nap and I woke up at like half six and it was due in at like 10 or 11. And I was like, okay, now I've got the morning to write more. Oh my God, it's awful. <laughs> Uni was just awful. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of stress, number four is de-stress before bed. Take the hour before bedtime to de-stress with whatever relaxes you, such as meditation or deep breathing, aromatherapy, taking a bath or reading. Or Pokemon During shuffle. this hour, avoid work, oh. strenuous exercise, eating and drinking or screen time. But I like screen time. <laughs> that is screen my meditation. Time relaxes me. <laughs> How else am I going to catch Pikachu? Number five is skip the nightcap. Alcohol makes you sleepy at first, but interferes with your sleep cycle. With alcohol in your system, you're more likely to have vivid dreams and nightmares. Oh. Jeez. Honestly, yeah, I kind of, I, I get that. Like, I, I had a dream once, like, after a, a night with pals, I had a very sort of vivid dream where I just disassociated. I was looking down on myself, completely separate from my body. Yeah. But I was just looking at my life. And in my brain, I was just like, 
I am not that person. I don't know who that is. And like, I just completely cut off from like myself. It was a very, very weird dream. Really strange. And I woke up oh. and I was like, is this real life? Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, like dreams when you're like drunk um, or anything else can be very like weird and vivid and like I, I find as well after I've if I've been drinking, I will drink about I'll drink, I'll dream about drinking. Oh. Uh water. Because because drinking alcohol dehydrates you so much. Like I will often have dreams where I'm like, I'm so thirsty, I need a drink. Like and I dream that I'm drinking water and I wake up and I'm like, I'm thirsty, I need more water. <laughs> um so that's something that happens to me a lot. When I've your body just out. being like please please <laughs> hydrate me so i'm gonna smash through a couple because i want to get to 11 which is the okay the one i think we're gonna both like so there's a uh, change your sleep position um if you're prone to unpleasant dreams try changing your usual sleep position i mean that seems tough to just change your sleep position uh, i feel like that would make it worse yeah, because you have your, like, like cozy. You sleep in that position because it's comfortable and you're used to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, a 2012 study found that sleeping on your stomach may promote dreams of sexual or perse persecutory material. What does oh. that mean? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, a person with persecutory delusions is unable to recognize reality. Don't oh. you sleep on your stomach? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I I sleep on my side. Okay. Um, I I tend to sort of go fetal position on my side. Okay. Um, I can sleep on my stomach, but I don't generally. And I never sleep on my back. Yeah. I If ever you have like a cold or something or... Like when I had my wisdom teeth out and I had to sleep on my back, I was just like, <laughs> what's the next one? Um, well, this is a curious thing, but going back to the sleep position, a small 2004 study uh, showed people who sleep on their left side have more nightmares than people who sleep on their right side. How strange is that? Is that to do with, I, I wonder? I feel like that is... Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but I feel like they're not related. But it's oh, like, like you know, a spurious it correlation. To be, yeah, it happens to be that people who have the most nightmares sleep on their left hand side. But I, I don't think it's like a cause and effect thing. I it was wondering be. if it's one of those things where isn't there like the logic side of the brain and the the creative side of the brain? And if you're maybe like. There's loads of things that are like, if you do this, then you 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 think more with this side of the brain. And I wonder if it's one of those things that like... Maybe. Is is that real though? Is that not a myth? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Um, is left and right brain a thing? It is a myth. Apparently, we have different personalities and talents. There's no reason to believe these differences can be explained by the dominance of one half of the brain over the other half. Oh... There hasn't been any evidence of left or right dominance in the brain. I thought it was one of those things that when I did psychology many, many moons ago, you were mm -hmm. told that if people look to the left when they're telling a story, 
it means they're making it up because they're they're looking towards the creative side of their brain. Oh my god. <laughs> I have heard that. It was like if they look up and right, they're lying. If they look left, they're trying to think, like stuff like that. Yeah. It's like we're not machines. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not LA Noir. Like no. <laughs> there's no there's no uh, hard and fast rules. Okay, eat foods with melatonin. Uh, nuts, cereal, legumes, mushrooms. Try melatonin supplements. Um, manage anxiety is number nine. I mean, right. that seems like just a good thing to do anyway. <laughs> just manage your anxiety, forehead. The researchers <laughs> also suggested cognitive behavioral therapy can help people with anxiety to reduce bad dreams. Oh, that sounds nice. Fair. 10 create a dream journal um do you know that is interesting though because mm -hmm. i i have seen a few comments on our podcast of people saying that listening to the podcast has helped them remember, remember their, their dreams own. more yeah so i wonder yeah. if that is sort of the same thing that a dream journal would do is just making you um, it says, this exercise may help you connect your dreams to real life situations. Confronting the issues in your waking life may help improve your dream life. Ah, that, so that's guess, basically what we do here. Yeah. That's good. Okay, 11. Take okay. up virtual gaming. According Yay! to a 2019 study, playing physically interactive games was positively correlated with lucid and lucid control dream frequency. Overall gameplay cool. makes it more likely that game content will make its way into your dreams and may increase lucid dreaming. This is also known as the Tetris effect. Ooh. So there you go. There's one to look up for next time. By gaming, we're actually helping our dreams. We're actually helping to create content for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't game enough. That's that's the problem this week. True. Not enough gaming. I had a dream the other day where... Did I record this or did I mention it? I can't remember. I remember I had the dream where I was able to pause it. Oh, yeah, you did say about but that. But I had another dream where... Oh, I think I actually might have had a dream where I flew for the first time. But nice. it was because of playing Gmod and flying around in that. Oh, cool. So I don't think I was <laughs> controlling the dreaming, the, the flying, but I think I was dreaming from that sort of perspective because of just having spent like three hours flying around in Gmod. Oh my God, that's amazing. And I think I did have another dream where I was aware that I was in a dream. Oh, really? But I can't remember what I did in order to wake up from it. There was something where I was like, oh, this is a dream. I'll just do this. And I've not been trying to lucid dream at all. It just seems mm. to, I just seem to be very like dream aware at the moment. But number 12 is practice lucid dreaming. Lucid okay. dreaming is when you know you're in a dream while you're at it. And you can learn how to lucid dream by training yourself to test dream by to test reality in a dream you can gain certain amount of control over how it goes and how you react to it i don't think that would help me have better dreams though i i sort of like not really i like having the random control. aspect of dreams yeah. yeah 
it's nice not knowing what's going to come next. Although I would like to have like a, a lucid dream, like a proper lucid dream at some point, just to see what it's like, you know? Yeah. I did have a comment on the podcast the other day saying, I wonder if Briny ever met an elephant. And I did not. <laughs> I have still not met an elephant in my dreams. Oh, one day, one day you will meet your elephant. If I ever do have one lucid dream. <laughs> that can be That's it. the one. Oh. Well, we managed to ramble on for a good time, despite we not did. having had any dreams. <laughs> we managed to ramble on for an entire hour, almost, for the, with no dreams. That's pretty good going. I hope people don't feel shortchanged. Yeah, sorry everyone. Our brains just haven't haven't been doing their jobs. Well, but I've we'll be having... sure to, to dream up some, some dreams for next time. I've been having bad dreams recently. And it's not the sort of bad dreams that it's like, oh, it was a little bit spooky. It's just like, no, this is really worrying. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about this. I don't so, want to um... talk about it. So, yeah. Well, hopefully next time we'll have some happy dreams for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Back to our usual goofy self, and hopefully we we can um, grab a guest again soon. Yeah, that would be great. We're we're doing other guests, so hopefully we can get someone to to come and chat some chat some poop with us. Yeah. So I was gonna ask everybody listening if you've managed to to last this long uh, listening to our podcast. Uh, if you're here, <laughs> are there ever times when you don't have dreams and do you know what causes it are you too busy or are you stressed or or what because i personally find that it's because i'm busy or stressed both well now if people have had that we've given them 12 handy steps <laughs> to improve yeah there we go improve your sleep and your dreams with with our lovely podcast and if you if you use any of those, let us know. Let us know if your dreams have improved or if your sleep has improved. Hell yeah. Nice. Cool. cool. Thank you, Kirsty. Thank you, Bryony. Thank you, everyone who's listened as well. Yes, thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye.